Hi, this is Jamie Gray Heider, and I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. This is episode 274 of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak, and this is the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our ever-popular interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week, True Blood fans, get ready. We have Danielle the Werewolf here at On Screen and Beyond. Jamie Gray Hyder is going to be joining us, and she's going to be talking about the whole True Blood experience, and it's just such a big show, and it's coming up. Jamie's going to be with us in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond, and we're going to get right into that. And I want to remind you that here at On Screen and Beyond, you can go to onscreenandbeyond.com, and you can get all the information you need about TV releases and about uh, movie reviews, and uh, all our past interviews are all there. All our shows from number one to 273, or now 274, and uh, they just keep growing and going and going. And we're almost done with this season of On Screen and Beyond. We are, what, sixth season here? We're, we're going to be going into our seventh season in September. And we've got a couple more shows left in August. And then we take a little bit of a break. And we're back again with more interviews. We've got some great people lined up. So I hope you're going to keep listening to On Screen and Beyond. Tell a friend. We want to get the news out because as we head to our 300th show, I want to be able to hit 100,000 people per day hitting the show, okay? Uh, we've hit 90, over 92,000 people hitting a show in a day, but we want 100,000. That will help us get more uh, uh, publicists to uh, get us more people to talk with us, more celebrities, and more guests. And, and your suggestions, we want them. Send them to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com, and we'll see about getting that person on for you. But... It's time now to get into Remake Madness. It's coming up next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Please hang up and try again. Remake Madness. Well, Steven Spielberg and DreamWorks are working on a remake of The Grapes of Wrath. Believe that? Uh, well, that's what they're going to do. And a remake of 1981's Time Bandits is in development. It's about a boy who discovers a time portal in his bedroom. And look out, a remake of 1983's David Cronenberg's horror thriller Videodrome is in the works over at Universal. That's it for Remake Madness. Next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies? Upcoming new movies, well, Kevin Hart will star in a new comedy film titled Quick and Easy. No release date or plot as of yet, but we'll keep you informed. And a film called Fire Sermon follows a post-apocalyptic world where twins live in an apartheid society and they are pitted against each other and Charlize Theron will star in Two Eye Staring it's a horror film and the story centering on a friendship between a young girl and the ghost of her mother's twin hmm that's it for upcoming new movies next on On Screen and Beyond Sequel City 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sequel City, sequels coming your way. Well, in Star Trek news, Zachary Quinto, Spock in the new Star Trek movie, says J.J. Abrams plans to direct Star Trek Three, even though he's very busy with all the other projects he's got going. And it looks like Vendetta Two: Annihilation is in development as they continue the story of an urban vigilante. And on the fast track is Man of Steel 2 over at Warner Brothers. Zack Snyder will direct once again. That is it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as TV on DVD? I've got it next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. TV on DVD, well, October 15th, I Dream of Genie, the complete series, will arrive in a 20-disc set on DVD. Now, they have put it out before in that fancy bottle one they had, but this is just going to be your standard, you know, release of the complete series, a little bit cheaper, so uh, keep your eye out for that one. And also on October 15th, you can look for The Partridge Family, the complete series, as it comes your way in a 12-disc set. And Damages, the complete series, will hit stores on October 29th. That is it for TV on DVD. Next on On Screen and Beyond, Movies on DVD. <laughs> movies on DVD, well, we got some big ones coming your way. Now You See Me will appear in stores on September 3rd. Star Trek Into Darkness, it's going to land in stores on September 10th. And Disney's The Little Mermaid comes back as it's re-released on Blu-ray and DVD on October 1st. That is it for Movies on DVD. Next on On Screen and Beyond, it's TV time. TV time. Well, it looks like True Blood has been renewed for a seventh season over at HBO. And you can look for Jenny McCarthy. She's going to be taking her post as one of the co-hosts of The View. And there will be a sequel to the Sci-Fi Channel surprise hit movie, Sharknado. Who couldn't told you that? Who, how, who would have, who would have thought? That's it. TV time is over. Next on On Screen and Beyond, we have Jamie Gray Hyder coming your way. She is Danielle the Werewolf on True Blood on HBO. And she's going to let us in on all the behind the scenes stuff and what it's like to be on that show. She's next. Jamie Gray Hyder right here on On Screen and Beyond. Joining me today on On Screen and Beyond is an actress who has appeared in numerous music videos for artists including John Mayer, Sean Kingston, and The Killers. She currently plays the role of the werewolf Danielle on HBO's True Blood. It's Jamie Gray Hyder. Jamie, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Hi, thank you for having me. Jamie, you are on one of probably the, the, the hottest and most popular shows that HBO has right now. How does it feel being on such a hit show? 
Oh, it's amazing. You know, I feel so grateful for the opportunity. Uh, True Blood is a show that's so well supported by fans. You know, to have such a strong fan base is really the best part of the show. Um, our fans are amazing, and they're the reason why we just keep coming back season after season. Yeah. Now, I can I can picture this show 10, 15, 20 years from now being one of these cult shows that you see people remembering, you know, like the original Star Trek and, and shows like that, because it, it is just so, like you say, the fan base is really strong on this one. It is, and, you know, I think that because True Blood still remains relevant to the time period that we're in now, you know, they deal with a lot of the same problems and and <clears throat> it's very socially aware. Um, because of that, I think it sticks in people's heads even more. But our fans are just so diehard that I can definitely see 10, 15 years down the road um, people still feeling very nostalgic about it and, and having a very strong relationship with it. Yeah. Um, you know, there's some shows that, yeah, they hear they're going to last for a little while, then they'll be gone. But then there's shows that become like cults, and, and this is one of those shows that I can see that happening, too, definitely. Yeah, so it's kind of, you know, that's why we do it. We do it for the fans. Yeah. How did you first get into acting? Well, um, I've been performing since I was very little. I'm a classically trained vocalist, and um, I did musicals for a long time and plays and did a lot of stage. Then I went to college and got my degree in theater and film studies and um, went back to the East Coast where I did more stage. And then I came out to Los Angeles uh, four and a half years ago and um, I wanted to pursue film and television. So yeah. that's where I am now. Yeah. Well, it's, it always seems like you know it's overnight. And, and of course, being on a big show like this, it, it just jumps out at people saying, wow, you know, where did she come from? <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. But, you know, you've, like you say, you've done a lot of stage work and, and, and you're singing. Now, was singing originally what you wanted to do? as opposed to acting? <clears throat> I've always been involved in both. You know, I really just love performing and entertaining people, and it's, uh, it's something that has always been very natural for me, and I love the ability to relate to all these characters and to really explore different walks of life. It's a really unique profession. Mm-hmm. Now, how, how did you come about getting the role of Danielle? Well, I went into audition for it, um, and I had one line for my audition, and I... I felt good about it, and I left. And a couple hours later, I got a phone call saying that I had booked it. It was uh, it was actually a, a very quick process. I expected it maybe to be more drawn out. Right. Yeah. But um, it happened very quickly, and I did. You know, I had a small role last season, and this season they amped it up even more. And I'm just so grateful as my character continues to grow and progress. And I'm, you know, it's an amazing show and amazing group of people to work with. So hopefully, you know, I'd like to remain a part of it as long as I can. Yeah. What do you think? makes them decide to continue a character like yours? Uh, like you say, originally it was just going to be a, a... Was it originally intended to be just like a, a one-time shot or something like that? And, and... Uh, sort of. I was told I would have two episodes in season five. I ended up having six episodes. Wow. Um, and then this season, you know, I continued to be more and more involved. And, and you're never really sure how it's going to go. They... A lot of that is determined by the fans, you know. Um, some character arcs are determined by the plots of the books, the Sookie Stackhouse novels. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really a combination of factors, and as well as, you know, our writers are very aware of sort of how to create these stories for people that make sense, and, and things are always, they have such purpose. And so, they're you know, they're very aware of, of how to keep the dynamics of the show moving. And nowadays, there's so many shows out there that they'll have these characters that start the original series and then all of a sudden they're killing off the, the people that started it and it, it's like wow how can they get rid of such a main character so you you never really know what's going to happen i guess no i think mean, that's one of the beauties of true blood is they 
you know, they don't stick to some fairy tale story. It, it's very much realistic as far as, you know, sometimes people just got to go. And, yep. <laughs> and they are very great about crafting stories that are interesting and, and not, you know, beating a dead horse or, or, you know, leaving something to unfinished, you know, everything. They're, they're just great about keeping all the storylines and everything um, moving. And at the same time, like I said, if the fans are loving somebody, it could have been a situation where a character was supposed to die based on the book plot, but mm -hmm. due to fan reaction, the, the show decides to keep them on and develop their character in a, you know, in a new and different direction. And it's nice to, you know, have that flexibility. You must have been thrilled when they called you to continue and, and give you a deeper role, right? Absolutely. I was thrilled to be asked to come back for a second season and then to know that the capacity of my role had expanded. I was just over the moon. Mm, I'm sure it is. Yeah. So I know you can't tell us <laughs> probably anything, <laughs> but do we expect more uh, of your character to develop, or what can you tell us? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can tell you, you know, that it's going to be high stakes, and then the, you know, the rest of the season with everything going on with um, the, the government attacking the vampires, you know, everybody's out for blood, and we have to remain together, and I think that the dire times are really going to show some different dynamics in the wolf pack, and, and Danielle does continue to be involved in all that. Mm -hmm. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah. So now this show is, uh, it's a racy show. A little, you know, shows a little skin and everything. Uh, how did you feel when you, when you were getting on the show and you knew that, that, day may come <laughs> um you know it's just something you have to accept and and you have to decide if it's something that you want to do or not and it's perfectly acceptable to say no and you know for me my character it's just a convention of being a werewolf and that's how it is you know mm -hmm. I, i'm playing a werewolf and it wouldn't make sense for it to be any other way mm -hmm. so it is about just committing to what you're doing and everybody has their own limits or or their own sort of understanding regarding nudity but you know, for me, I knew that you know it was possibly going to come one day, and when it did, I made the decision to do it because it just felt like the, the appropriate thing to do in that situation. Yeah, I mean, like you and, said, it, 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 mm -hmm. if it fits the character and fits the role, it, you know, there's really nothing that unusual about it or bad about it. Uh, but it's you know some sh not necessarily shows more movies, I guess, but they'll you know throw in nudity just for the sake of having it, you know, and right. It's it's uh, but this is. You know, part like you say, it's part of the character. Yeah, it definitely is, and you know, there's no better place to do nudity than on True Blood. I mean, <laughs> both behind the scenes and on the screen, they just make sure you're comfortable and they make you make sure you and everybody's uh, you know very considerate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, as far is there a direction you'd like to see your character go in? You know, I just think that my character wants to remain a part of the pack and remain relevant. You know, I would love just to see her take some initiative and, and, you know, step up and get to have more responsibility in the pack because that's what she, you know, she really wants. And I just get excited the more and more I get to explore it because I'm, you know, 
oftentimes I don't know what's happening until I get the script, and so I, you just really are developing with the character as it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how far into the season do you know what you're going to be doing? How do they work that? I find out a few days before the table read I get a script. Um, That's it. Wow. <laughs> and then, yeah, I, I you get some idea of sort of an arc or at least, you know, everyone... There's a conversation here. There's definitely a dialogue going on. But um, as far as my character, I, I would just get my scripts a few days before the table and then I'd shoot within a week of that. And, you know, you just have to react in the moment to whatever you're given. Hmm. Jeez. So do you say they have a table read? Everybody's getting around and, and doing just a mm-hmm. normal read on it? Yep. Everybody in the cast and the crew for that episode sits down on a bunch of tables and, and um, we just read through the script. Do you get uh, any input into your characters or anything like that? Um, you know, it definitely is a, a, a definitely a conversation. You know, when you're on set and you're working through things, they're definitely open to suggestions. I mean, for the most part, you trust the people who are writing and working for you because they know what's best and they've got a vision in mind. And mm-hmm. I'm there to do my job and to trust other people to do theirs. And I think that's why True Blood's so successful is that every individual component is so strong. As far as your career overall, do you foresee yourself going into more movies or TV or anything or directing? Or, you know, do you have aspirations of going off into other directions? Right now, I'm, I'm really excited just to be able to, you know, act and, I'm and sure, be yeah. part of a good show. And hopefully that will continue. I would love to, you know, start working in film more. Um, I definitely have aspirations to, to be behind the camera at some point. Um, and exploring that side of things as well, because just all the entire business of entertainment, whether it's stage, television, or film, is so fascinating to me. And um, I just want to keep involved in any way that I can. I mentioned that you, you've been in a lot of music videos. How'd you get involved with mu- music videos? When I first got to L.A., you sort of just have to put yourself out there and, and go to as many castings as possible. So I, I've worked a lot commercially and, and, and in music videos and um, and other arenas as well. Um, you know, you just you gotta make you gotta make do with what's available. And so, you know, the music videos are a great way just to work a day here or there and to get some extra cash. And you know, you wait until you get a great opportunity, like such in my case is True Blood. Um, you know, and that those are the things that you know helped keep me fed. Yes. <laughs> when I first got to LA. Oh yeah, I'm sure. No. Of all the different uh, music videos, though, was there any particular one that you were a big fan of and you were, you know, just really glad to get on that set with, with that singer? I had a great time shooting the Killers music video because that was the first job I booked in Los Angeles. I'd only been here for a little while, and I uh, I went in for the audition, and they were like, oh, you booked it. And I, I didn't know what to do. I was so excited. And so we drove out there, and um, we shot out up north in the desert, and we uh, had a great time. I was just—I love the Killers anyway, so I was stoked to be doing their video. But it was my first job, and one of my first times on a big professional set like that, and I just loved—I loved every second of it. Mm-hmm. Now, when when we see a, a music video, it's what three, four minutes, depending on how long the song is. Uh, give us an idea of how long it takes to make that three or four minute video. Uh, that can vary. You've got some shoots that are a day, and then you have some that can be up to a week. You know, it just depends on the caliber of what you're doing. Wow. And, and sort of what's involved, you know. Um, I've done videos that are one day, two days. Um, that's more common, just one or two days. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it, it takes a lot of time to produce a small amount of footage. Yeah, and I know, you know, like you say, we see it, and it's it's just a 
you know, three minutes or four minutes or whatever, and, and we don't realize sometimes how much really goes into making these. <laughs> it's, it's just yeah, amazing. Yeah, so, there, there are so many components. Yeah. Now, Jamie, I want to uh, ask you two final questions, if that's all right. Mm-hmm. This is going to take us away from your acting and everything. It's more of a personal side. <laughs> when you sit okay. back and you're relaxing and you're watching TV, first off, do you watch TV? And if you are watching TV, what are your favorite shows now and in the past? I actually do not own a TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's getting common <laughs> but, now, to be honest. Yes, yes. But, I, you know, I do watch things on my iPad or right. my computer. Um, you know, I love... I, I recently watched Game of Thrones mm-hmm. and Boardwalk Empire. I love watching, you know, keeping up with the other HBO shows. In the past... I love to cook, so I love any of the competition shows involving cooking. Um, I'm a big home cook. And I love watching, you know, more documentary-style things and, and more educational things. Yeah. I don't know, those tend to interest me a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to start rephrasing that question, because when I say TV, everybody thinks the, the tr- traditional TV on the wall, and, of course, nowadays people are, you know, watching it on the iPads and everything, so... Yeah, it's true. You forget, you know, that you don't really need the TV anymore. But Right, yeah. Now, what about movies? What are your favorite movies now? Have you seen any lately? And uh, in the past, what's your favorite movies? Most recently, I saw This is the End, and it was hysterical. I died laughing. I've actually seen it twice, and I died laughing. Really? <laughs> um, in the past, those are my favorite movies are. I love Gosford Park, uh, Robert Altman's film. That's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I also love funny over-the-top comedy something like team america always cracks me up yeah hmm. um and from when i was younger i really loved the red balloon that's still one of my favorite movies that was one of my first movies i was introduced to when i was a kid yeah and i still watch it every now and then hmm. well jamie big show and uh you're 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 coming on strong with your character and we hope we uh, continue to see you develop more and more on the show and uh i thank you so much thank for taking so the much. time Thank you. I appreciate it, and we really appreciate you watching the show. Jamie Gray Heider, I want to thank her so much for taking the time to talk to us here at On Screen and Beyond. I hope you enjoyed that one. And, uh, Jamie, you can catch her on HBO's True Blood. So be sure to check that out. If you don't know what that is, that's a little vampire show and all that stuff, werewolves and the whole bit. So it's a great show. Check it out, True Blood. Well, let's see here. We've got all sorts of things going on. Be sure to check out onscreenandbeyond.com, and you can check out all our past interviews. They're all right there. There's all kinds of people that you want to hear, from uh, Bob Barker to uh, Gary Sinise. And uh, just last week, of course, we had Joe Matania. And uh, just all kinds of people. Check it out, onscreenandbeyond.com. We've got so many interviews there. You just, you know, you, you got... <laughs> 274 interviews and uh, you can spend a lot of time if you're on the road or just working out in the gym or anything just listening to On Screen and Beyond. Be sure to tell a friend because like I said we are heading up to our 300th episode and by our 300th episode I hope that we can hit the 100,000 people per day at onscreenandbeyond.com or on screen and beyond the show whatever and uh, we uh, have hit a high of 92,000 in a day and I want to hit that 100,000 mark and I hope you're telling your friends and and going out and listening to the past interviews if you haven't listened to all of those interviews 
Go back and listen to them. There's all kinds of stuff. Download them just so we can uh, hit that 100,000 mark in a day. All right? And uh, be sure to tell a friend and pass it on because uh, it's all up to you. You know, uh, nothing I can do about it. I just want to hope you'll uh, do that for us and uh, let us hit that 100,000 per day mark. And uh, if you are at On Screen to Be On and you are going to be doing some shopping, a way to support the show is see who we have for sponsors on our ads on on uh, onscreenandbeyond.com. And uh, if you're going to be going to them anyways to do some shopping, we would appreciate it to get to them. If you would click on that ad, it'll take you to their site just like you normally would if you typed in the, their URL and went to see uh, their site. Uh, but it just goes brings uh, you to them through us, and uh, we'll get some credit for whatever you buy. So uh, it's a way to help support the show. We appreciate that. It keeps us going, and it helps keeps us uh, getting more space to store all these interviews because it does take some money to you know get that amount of space to keep those up there. We're going to try to keep them on as long as we can, all of them, and uh, it's all through your support. So if you can do that, that would be great. We'd appreciate it. Um, and uh, let's see what else we got going. If you have a suggestion for a guest, probably 50% of the guests we have are all from suggestions that we get. And uh, all you got to do is email it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. I will try to get that person on. Sometimes it takes a long time, but we do try to get them. And uh, sometimes contacting them are hard and everything, so uh, we'll see what we can do. But uh, we appreciate that if you would do that. And if you just want to send me an email, that's great. Feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com is where you do it. Well, that is it. we got another great guest coming your way next week on our 275th episode. And uh, it's just, uh, can't wait for it. It's coming up. Be sure to be there because next week we want you to join us when we once again take you on screen and beyond. I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care. (laughs) 